What is going on, beautiful people? It is your boy, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse Prada, and you are listening to the Christ Convo Podcast, where we inspire you to live the best way you can for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope this episode blesses you. Without further ado, let's get into it, y'all. Hello, everyone. It is your boy, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse Prada, and I'm back on Christ Convo Podcast with another episode with my friends. I have three guests that I did not have before previously, but everybody will introduce themselves again. So we're going to start with the one to my right. Yo, what's up? It's Darren. Um, I was on the last episode, so go watch that if you didn't or listen. Um, yeah. Hey, y'all. It's Alicia. It's your girl. Hey y'all, it's your girl. My name is Chidadia. Chichi, you on this? Are you riding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what it is. This is your girl, Chichi. I was also on the last episode. It was juicy. It was hot. It was fresh. If you haven't listened, you need to go up. It's on the market now. Go grab your copy. <laughs> What's poppin', y'all? My name is Remy. This is my first time here. Um, I'm from Atlanta. What's poppin'? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's your girl, Sarah. What's poppin'? What's good? Hey, everyone. It's me, Valerie. I was on the last episode. Um, thank you. That was giving... I mean, you are just giving me a We turn that switch on. Code switch. You better interview. It was good, though. No, no, no. It's fine. This is who you... You can follow me on Instagram at ValVal2.0. Come on. Come on in here. So, So, everybody, you know... I just wanted to bring the squad in because we've been texting, we've been talking, we've been chatting about some stuff in this little group chat that we got going on. And we've been talking about some modesty, some modesty things, um, the perspective of modesty. Um, how do you know, I guess, when the Holy Spirit is convicting you on modesty, the different levels of conviction that people have with modesty. So, and just to, okay, before we just get into it, I just want to clarify that there's more women in this room than men so just to let y'all know that if me and darren say something that y'all don't like um we will be attacked just to let y'all know y'all don't have to try to dm nobody or yeah amen we we rebuke the spirit of offense already in in jesus name So, I guess my question to y'all is, and y'all could just go around or however y'all want to jump in, whatever, but what is the definition of modesty? Or do y'all have any scriptures that y'all think would correlate with modesty? I see y'all grabbing their phones. Looks like God's people are really in tune with what's going on. We're looking it up on Google right now. Yeah, that's how it's like. Shout out to y'all who can memorize Bible verses. Yeah. So this is what Google said. Modesty is a noun. The quality or state of being unassuming or moderate in the estimation of one's ability. That's not the one we're looking for. Um, here we go. Behavior, manner, or appearance intended to avoid impropriety or indecency. Mm. You're avoiding indecency. Mm. That's good. Anyone else have any thoughts? Yeah. Oh, I want to give a scripture on um, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. And it says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, 
for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Um, I don't want to limit modesty to just the way that you dress, but I do want to um, expand it to the way you carry yourself in general and just being aware that your body is a temple of Holy Spirit yeah, yeah, and yeah. partnering with Holy Spirit and how you should carry yourself. Mm -hmm. Partnering with, I think that's important because mm -hmm. that, that represents that there's two sides and there needs to be an agreement, which means there's a possibility that you could be off or yes. you could not be listening to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how do and you, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, basically what they said, and I think people always like to say, yeah, modesty is a hard issue, which, don't get me wrong, it definitely is. However, people fail to realize that what's in your heart comes out. So mm. whatever it's in your heart shows forth, like, the fruit you're bearing. Yeah. So if what you're wearing, obviously, is, like, showing off your boobs or, like, you know, showing off, you know, really tight or whatever it may be, then obviously your heart is not right and your heart needs to be renewed by Christ. So... I was gonna ask, like, so with that, how do you how do you challenge people that you disagree with in regards to what they're wearing? Like, Chi Chi, you just talked about showing off your boobs. What classifies as that? Like, how do you how do you determine whether if somebody is showing off their boobs or not? I mean, so my thing is, so let's be honest. Like, so I feel like with modesty, like, you're def definitely very much very different degrees of modesty however even in a general sense i feel like even people who are not christians know what's immodest right uh -huh. so let's say like i was having a casual outing with my job i can show up in there with like jeans and a t-shirt honestly truly like if we're like you know if it was like really chill maybe i can show up with like um a bike short and an oversized t-shirt you know what i'm saying uh -huh. however if i go in there with a bodysuit that half my cleavage is showing Everybody in my job is going to look at me like, are you crazy? Uh -huh. So the same reason why I cannot show up to my job, which is, you know, a more professional setting or less professional setting is because it doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. So why do we think we can like, appear like that in regular public? Mm -hmm. So I think modesty is really anything, anything that does anything that really convicts you, anything that you can like, you would be embarrassed to be saying you know, like by, by how you're official, by your pastor, mm -hmm. um, by your parents, you know, mm -hmm. anything, like, anything that doesn't like really fit to the standard of what even what the world considers modest. Yeah. That's such a good point because in corporate America, the way like the nine or five earth dress, the five to nine is dressed is so different. Like you don't even need to be saved to know that certain outfits are just not mm -hmm. appropriate for mm -hmm. the workplace. Like they'll say like, oh, that's not appropriate for work. <laughs> You don't need to be safe to understand that, oh, like, I'm in a meeting with my boss. Like, I, you'll actually even get attempt, like accused of being, like, what's the word, sexual uh, harassment or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly coming around with this one particular, to this one particular person with, like, your chest showing, your skirt's too short. Like, yeah. clearly there's some level of understanding that y'all have wow. of modesty that's it. not even talking about the Bible. Y'all know something ain't right because <laughs> something's telling you that this is not appropriate. Yeah. That's so interesting because I didn't, honestly, when y'all, I didn't really even think about that until y'all said something, but I never even thought about how people know what to wear at interviews. People know what yeah. to wear. Mm -hmm. People know what to wear yeah. at board meetings, saved or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, there is a form of understanding and there is a form of awareness that occurs when you are in professional environments. Mm -hmm. So I just think that that's interesting that people and even Christians sometimes will practice it in certain environments, you know, depending on where yes. it's at. Like, you got Christians out here who are more intentional when they go to, like, um, professional meetings for, like, companies or if they could get a job or interviews yeah. versus when they go to church. Yeah. Like, they're very yes. careful to make sure that they dress appropriate yeah. for the, um, you know, the professional setting. But when it comes to church, it's not as much, there's not as much precaution. 
That's interesting. Yeah, and it's crazy because like people always like to say, "Oh, God said, come as you are, whatever case may be." And don't get me wrong, listen, if that's how you are, definitely come. However, I do believe in the presence of God. Who you are should constantly be changing. Yeah. So at some point, who you are should be different. So if you who you are at first was the person who was immodest, the Holy Spirit should have re renewed your mind. So now who you are is I. I see my body as a temple of the Holy Spirit. That now I want to cover it up and now I want to you know appear honorable to not just God but also the people who are my brothers and sisters in Christ that's good and to those who may be a new believer that doesn't come with a time limit but. so don't feel condemned but also know <laughs> that like God will reveal and he'll search your heart as he sees fit that's so good. Um, I think it's appropriate to bring up an example we were all discussing earlier mm -hmm. so there was an I there was a concept that we were discussing Basically, there was a pastor's wife that we saw on um, Instagram, and they had posted a picture, two different occasions. One was a bathing suit, but let's talk about the other one. It was a maternity shoot. Mm -hmm. And in the maternity shoot, the wife, or the pastor's wife, was wearing a um, kind of like this see-through mesh gown. It was very drapey, the, the sleeves were wide. It was very cute. It was flowing in the back. <laughs> and it was open enough where you could see the belly, of course. Um, you could see the thighs, legs, feet. And then the top part of it, um, underneath the little see-through covering thing, was a, a bra. bralette. No, just yeah. a bra. Yeah. Okay, it was a bra. And so we were all discussing that. And it was great pictures, great quality, great outfit, great setting. All of it looked good. But we were discussing, one, is that something to post? Two, is that something, um, no, well, one, is it, is it something to, like, wear as a, a believer? And then also as a pastor or pastor's wife, is that something that should be worn? And then two, is that something to be posted on social media for the world to see? Yeah. So I'll just start by giving my um, two cents. Come on. So I feel as though there is a time and place for a lot of different things. As we were saying in professional settings, like you're not going to show up to an interview with sweats on. You're mm -hmm. not going to do that. You're going to go to the beach and you're going to wear a swimsuit, right? However, being a Christian and being set apart, there's still going to be a standard in whatever environment you find yourself in. You're re representing Christ every day you take a breath. So... I do think, you know, even being at the beach as a woman, again, I'm speaking from a man's point of view, but like even being at the beach as a Christian, I'm not saying like you got to go wear a turtleneck wetsuit, but being a believer and then among that being a pastor, being a pastor's wife, there is a certain level of like, okay, you can find swimsuits that don't reveal everything that's on your body. Now, I'm not talking about your shape in general, but like cleavage. I mean, there's ways. There is ways, right? And so to the maternity shoot, one, I just feel like you can have a really nice shoot. You can take a really nice picture without having your body exposed. Like, I've seen people wear just dresses that show the baby bump. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fully yeah. clothed, no cleavage, no cut, no nothing. Yeah. So if you did want to post something like that, again, I'm, I'm not speaking as if I'm ostracizing or ridiculing this person, but I do, I'm just speaking about the topic because it's an example that you know, can apply elsewhere. But I do feel like there's ways to do it where you can post it and share it with everybody and invite them into that intimate part of your life without revealing your skin in that way as a leader in the body or a member of the body. Yeah, I absolutely agree with every single thing Darren said. Um, I just feel like some things are for your husband and your husband's eye alone. 
So there's a reason undergarments are called undergarments. So when we look at like things like a bra, they're called undergarments because they should go under your garment. So there's no reason why. Oh my God. <laughs> there's no reason. Revelate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty, like self-explanatory. Like there's no reason why anybody thinks that's okay, even for a maternity shoe. I think that's the same concept when people are like, "Oh, it's my birthday, so I can go ahead and wall out." No, like you're not not like you're still a Christian on your birthday, you know. Yeah. You're still a Christian when you're pregnant. So just because you're pregnant, like you want to like take a picture, does not mean oh now the standard goes out the door. No, it doesn't. And I know people have like different views about like should you show your belly or not, like in the maternity shoot. Personally, I feel like that's between you and the Holy Ghost. Like if you should show your belly or not. However, I do think even if you are choosing to show your belly. That, but y'all, you should still be fully covered, and especially as a leader, the standing for leaders are just so much higher. And that's not saying like you know Christians don't have the same standard. However, once you get into a leadership position, now you know that all eyes are on you. So it just makes it just it's just confusing, right? Because the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not out of confusion. So if something's confusing at this point, like. That's from another kingdom, and it's not God. So you see new believers who are like, oh, well, this person wife wore a bra for a photo shoot. So now I can wear a bra left because I'm going on vacation. And that's not okay. Like, it's still not modest. So so I guess my question is, is what does modesty look like for the heart? Like, what's an example of that? I think being um, not just aware. I'm trying to find the word. Having a heart that is seeking God. I think that's what it is. Like, you should never feel like you've arrived yeah. <clears throat> or like that you have it under control. Wow. At every point throughout your day, you know, you can be asking God, how, do you, how did you feel about the way I had that conversation? Mm. Did, was that pleasing or was that not? And in the same way, like, how do you feel about how I'm carrying myself? Am I representing you well? Is my outfits projecting the kingdom or something else? Like, I think having that heart posture of checking in with God and seeking after him and of course if you know something like he spoke to you you don't have to ask something you already know but just being in the the mindset and heart posture of like is there anything you want me to adjust mm. is there anything i can change is there anything mm. i can do better and it's not a slave mentality but it's be, it's out of love and out of you know you wanting to represent him well yes i mean so yeah i mean if he's lower than you follow him in all aspects come on because and he's I, lord sorry i think that's you can tell in the conversations you have with people about modesty. So, like, yeah. if it's someone that you feel like you're being led to, like, correct or whatever, you can see modesty in the heart by the way they respond to your correction. Mm -hmm. So, if it's, like, um, like, for example, I had a girl correct me one time because she said that she thought my skirt was too short in this graduation picture I took. Personally, I didn't agree, but, like, at that moment, I was, it made me think, I was, I went home, like, God, like, what is it too short? Like, you know I'm tall, you know I got long legs. I mean, if it was short, whatever, like, whatever you want, but part of me also wanted to react and like, girl, shut up. Like, it's mm -hmm. not short. You just be dressing like a grandma, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I was like, no, because then that's not nice. And that's yeah. wrong. So I think in the way you express your yeah. reaction to it can also show if you have modesty of the heart. Or yeah. Chi Chi is currently showing the picture. He is. <laughs> just for context. Just for context. I mean, I get that. Photo cred. Photo cred goes to me. I don't even know if it was fingertip length. I literally, I felt, and that's another thing, right? I felt no conviction at all. There are certain mm -hmm. things that I feel convictions about, like maybe it's too tight, too short, too much chest. 
I literally was dressed, excited, maybe because of the moment and graduation, but it was like, yeah. I didn't think of anything. So when she brought that out, it was literally like, oh, congratulations. Wish you wore a longer skirt, though, or something like that. And I was just like... In the comments? Yeah, no, not in the comments of the picture. Oh. That, that was also her mentor, though. That was yeah. also her mentor. So was... Was at probably at that point, so yeah. okay. she did have the authority, right. in my yeah. opinion, to say that. Yeah. Um. Whoa. I mean, not anymore, but at that moment, she did. However, I do have a scripture. Um. So Romans twelve. This is message. I know y'all have like opinions about message, but keep it to yourself because I'm speaking on the mic right now. Amen. 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 So Romans twelve verse one to two. I'm gonna read the part I wanna read though. It says, "Do not become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it even without thinking." Mm. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. So I think even like when ideas like this come about, like maternity shoot or what it can be or birthday shoot, we have to really like really think about like where did I get this idea from? This did this answer. this idea come from culture or did this idea come from Christ? Because honestly, truly, I used to be one who I used to want to reveal my cleavage, like body suits were my thing, cause you know whatever. And but in my head, I'm like, God gave me this, so why not? However, it's like <laughs> Chichi. Where did you find this fashion trend from? Yeah. And this fashion trend yeah. was found because I went on social media yeah. and I saw my friends wearing yeah. it or, yeah. you know, yeah. like I looked in the magazine and I saw this and I think it was cute. But it didn't come from Christ. So we just have to really make sure our idea of like fashion, our idea of, you know, what looks right is not coming from the word, but it's instead coming from fixing our eyes on Christ. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me so much about the, um, the gathering that we just had this past weekend when mm-hmm. Papa Jordan was saying, where is your foundation? Like, what is your foundation? Is it, is your foundation Jesus? Mm-hmm. Or is your foundation the world? Mm-hmm. And that just reminds me so much of what you were saying. That's very true. I think that's the beauty also of, like, continuing in your your Christian walk. Because you realize, like, it's not like, for someone who's unsaved and hearing all this, it could probably really be like, dang, like, y'all ain't got no freedom. Grandmas. But yeah. we do have, this is freedom. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, hey. He's shy. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just like, it's the beauty of the walk. Like, you get to learn more of God and become more like him and unlearn yeah. the things of the culture and of the world that were forced upon you. You know what I mean? And that's so interesting because, and, you know, just to clarify to the audience, yes, we began talking about modesty, but this thing could turn into a whole another conversation mm-hmm. at any given moment. But Darren just said something that was good to me when they said, like, People will look from the outside outside looking in in regards to Christians and how they live their life. And they'll be like, oh, y'all don't got no freedom. And it's like, who are you to tell me what freedom is? Mm-hmm. How can you de- how can you define what freedom is anyway? Mm-hmm. You don't have any fun. Wait, hold up. What do you know about enjoyment? Mm-hmm. Come on. What, 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 does, what, does the world, what does the world know about enjoying mm-hmm. something or having fun mm-hmm. or having freedom? So if th- this is the thing. We have to remember that even, and this is just to encourage all of us who are listening and everyone in this room, we have to remember that the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above. above. So anything that is good, it came from God first. Yeah, so yeah. anybody in the world outside of Christ is trying to tell you, oh, it doesn't seem like you had, like, oh, people like, oh, well, you don't make sense. But you don't know what sense is because you yeah. don't know Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Okay. I don't understand. You, you, don't ha- you don't have fun. You don't have any freedom. No, but you don't, you don't know freedom because you don't know Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tight, but it's right. So, yeah. so, we, <laughs> so I just think also in addition to that, I just wanted to like emphasize that we as Christians, when we stand on opinions and ideologies that obviously come from the Lord that are not 
um, associated with society and what majority of the world thinks, we have to remember that when these people say like, oh, we're crazy or we don't understand or we don't, we just have to remember all of the good things that come with this walk. It came from God first, that he is the origin of this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and I know some of y'all probably will listen to this thinking, oh, who are you to judge? I hear your thoughts. Yeah. Anyway, I am, we are called to judge righteously at the end of the day. The Bible calls us to judge righteously. And if we are brothers and sisters in Christ, then we have to be able to correct each other even with modesty. And the Bible also talks about with king and priest, right? If you look like priests in the Old Testament, think about the outfits they had huh. to wear. Yes, there, was a, there was a standard on that outfit because they were priests. They represented, they represented other people before what? God. So if that's what we are, we need to also represent ourselves before God and before other people as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. They couldn't come in if it wasn't right. Listen, Listen, they could have. There was a dress code for the temple. <laughs> was. You wasn't going to see glory if you wasn't there right. There was a strict <laughs> dress code. Like, God gave them a dress code. So, I don't know why we think as Christians we can just wear whatever we want. No. We're king and priest. Mm-hmm. And back to what you said about, like, how do you know if it's coming from the heart or if the heart posture is pure? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why it's so important for us as Christians to pray daily. Yeah. Search my heart, oh God, and see if there be it's any good. wicked way within me. Yeah. Holy Spirit will definitely search your heart. He loves when we pray that prayer. And um, I can speak from a woman's perspective, and I know men as well. You know when you put something on you know your heart posture. Yeah. Like you That's know so if you're you know if you're saying I genuinely look good yeah. or people are gonna say I have a nice figure yeah. or I have a big butt or That's whatever it is. Dumb. You know. You know yeah. the way you look at yourself yeah. in the mirror before you leave yeah. the house. You know, like don't act yeah. like you don't know. So you you really have to partner with Holy Spirit in searching your heart, but then humbling yourself to say, This is my intention and I need to submit that intention to yes. God. Yeah. And there's a scripture that um I wanna read. And it's Mark 9, 42. It says, but if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with the large millstone hung around your neck. Now, I know there are so many Christians I've discussed this with and they say, well, as women, you know, like we have our own walk with God and men have their responsibility of of um, controlling themselves. Yes, that's true. When you stand on judgment day, that God is not going to say, uh, he's not going to have two people there judging them together, right? We're yeah. all going to get judged individually. Yeah. But I believe that as women of God and then as men of God, that we can help our brothers and sisters. The true. Bible literally says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. And I think when we really begin to love ourselves the way that God loves us and the way he sees us, we're going to have a different love for our, our family members in the body of Christ to the point where we wouldn't even want to yes. make our brothers stumble. Yes. yes, a man can stumble if a woman has on a, a, a baggy jumpsuit, but at least you helped him by doing yeah. your part. So yeah. it's really about searching your heart. And that's good because it's twofold. Like God has provided for both situations. Yes. There is a command for you, for us to, you know, don't make your, bro- your brother stumble. But mm-hmm. then on the other end, um, you are responsible for every action you make. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, that it creates a safety net of like, okay, you both have to do your part. Yeah. Yeah. And even if something slips between the cracks, there's still something you are accountable okay. for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And then also what you were saying about you know what you wear, I was just taken back to a memory. When I used to get ready uh, for my little teen group in high school at church, I remember I would be in the mirror like, I need a fit for tonight. Like, I know the people from, I, so we're in Northern Virginia. And I was like, I know the people from Maryland are coming tonight. Like, Sue live about to be in the house. You know, they'd be dresses. So I got to put my <laughs> on. And I used to be like, really going in, right? And I put my J's on and everything. And oh I'd my be like, God, hair goes fresh. 
like, I was about to leave my room, turn off the light, and I'm like, I can't praise God in this. Mm. Wow. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump because I'm not gonna crease my shoes. Oh, so he's in the way. Come on, and come on, conviction. And at at the time, I didn't know that's what that was, but because of this conversation, like, wow, you know, that's, that's modesty. Yeah, that's the type of modesty. Like, wow. is this gonna hinder? My pursuit of Christ is going to hinder God. my engagement. Wow, that's that really is good. true, wow. and that's true because even like with women, like a lot of times it's like your skirt is short. And I can listen. I can be convicted about this too. Amen. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not exempt. But even like when your skirt is short, like sometimes I want to kneel, but I'm like, if I kneel too much, like right. you know, yeah. people can probably see what's under there. Or like if you lift your hands or whatever, like you know, your shirt might come up and people might see your belly. That's like if it hinders you, like Darren said, it's not of God. And um, like Remy was saying, some people you may really not know, but that's why you have people around you, so yeah. you can call up a sister in Christ yeah. or a brother in Christ. Hey, what do you think about this outfit? Does it look modest? And really, just like humble yourself enough for correction. Yeah, and that's okay. Oh, I was just saying like that. And what Remy said was beautiful because I think it gets to the point of we remember that we are a body, that yeah. we are a family. Like, and that's what uh, Prophet Jordan was saying earlier. Like, we need to stop acting as if somebody else's fault. It doesn't reflect the body because yeah. we need to hold each other up. So if you love the person to the point where you don't want them to fall, you're still you're not you can't do it for them. Yeah. But you're gonna out of your love for them and realizing that we are a body, we are a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take every precaution, man or woman, that you can yeah. to make sure that that person doesn't fall because of what they have seen on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not excusing them because they still have self control, but. They still need to, ha- they're still required by God to have self-control, mm-hmm. but it's out of love and saying, okay, I know such and such struggles with this. Also, that scripture that you read that I love, one thing that the Lord highlighted it to me, even when you were reading, I believe also it wasn't just talking about like little children. Yes. It was talking about people who are less mature than you. Yeah. Oh, come on. It was talking yeah, about, it was yeah. talking about babes in Christ, yeah. not even just babes in Christ. You can be, you can be in Christ. So like, for example, like say like Darren and I, we may be, you know, then me, me and Darren may have been walking in Christ for a long time, but he may be more mature than me in one yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. I may be more mature than him in another area. So for example, say like he's more mature in humility. I'm more mature in my dealings with lust. But we're still, we're still in the same, like, you know, we're still, we've still known Jesus the same amount of time, but there's still a level of maturity that he doesn't have in humility or that I may not have in lust. So either way, regardless, if he struggles with lust and he's not as mature in dealing with lust as I am, if I take him somewhere and I'm more mature, that isn't, that is an example of saying I am causing this little one to fall because in the realm of lust. He's a little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he, shy. Because he's not mature yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so so I think yeah. that's something we also need to think. It, it's not just about young children. It's yeah. about people who are babes. And then you got babes in general mm-hmm. who are who are um who can be easily influenced. Like yeah. if you say, Oh, like this is okay, they don't know anything, they don't know any better. Yeah. They just now get introduced to Jesus. So their first the, the first we are the we my mom my mom says this first my mom says this all the time to me. She said, Shout out to mom, love you mom. She says yeah. You may be we the love only, you, mom. She, she says, <laughs> you may be the only Bible that somebody reads. Yeah. yeah. And so like if we so if we carry ourselves anyway and we be like, oh yeah, we could do this, it's fine. Oh, it's no big deal. That babe in Christ now is gonna look and be like, oh well, Jesse's been walking with the Lord for two years. And so if he's doing this and I just got yeah. saved, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's fine. And mm. listen, that causes damage. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We ain't gonna go there tonight. 
No, but this is why. Sorry, I feel like this is why modesty needs to be taught, much like the other things of God, as a good thing, not as a thing to be refrained or like changed. Like modesty is freedom. It is because you really like the whole like being restrained in the presence of God. Personally, for me, like. I've been searching for some bob wigs because personally, I don't like wearing long hair on my neck in like the presence of God because I get hot, I get sweaty, and I think about my hair matting up in the back. I'd be like, dang, I'm gonna have to wash this when I get home. It's getting tangly right there. These are things that run through my mind during worship. I would rather not think about my wig during worship. So I'm gonna get a bob wig. But like, in the sense of modesty, like, I personally always thought like, them extremely long bundles was just like ridiculous to me i always question like the modesty behind that because i'm like okay what is that for but like when we teach modesty as like this is for your good this is mm-hmm. not for god to lock you up lock you down this it's really good, for really. like you become more made into the image of christ through mm-hmm. that modesty it becomes easier because we don't teach um stay away from sin stay away from sin we teach follow christ mm-hmm. and as you follow yeah. christ you stay away from sin so when it comes to modesty, it's like, let's not focus on don't wear this, don't wear that, don't wear this. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going here. This is what's going to happen. So you would, you should prefer to wear things that would make you more comfortable yes. in doing X, Y, Z. Then they won't think about what they should stay away from. Because the rule of law, people are more tempted to do what you tell them not to do. Yeah. So yeah. if you tell them what they should do yeah. without including what they shouldn't do, they'll only do what you tell them to do. Yeah. That That's sense. so good. Minister Val so. just set hey, off free on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, Listen, I mean, we will We're not the teaching ball. you to not sin. We're <laughs> yeah. teaching you to follow oh, Christ. Yeah. Uh, and then another uh, thing, too, is like I love what you just said, how like modesty is freedom. And it took me to the scripture, but it's not even just with modesty, but it's anything that the Lord tells us to lay aside for yes. him. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what I thought, what the Lord began to highlight with me was honestly, all of it is just like self-control, like yeah, controlling yourself, yeah, yeah, choosing yeah, yeah. and saying like, I choose to do this. I take authority over my body, my mind, yes. over my emotions, over everything. And, and so um, in Proverbs chapter 25, verses 28, you said something really good. And that's what I mean. You said modesty is freedom. But people look at it as bondage. And so in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28, it says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Mm-hmm. And so when I, thought, when I thought of that scripture, I literally thought about how a city, when it has walls covering it, when it's broken into, the intruders can actually get in. And that's actually how the people become bound. Yeah. Because there's no walls guarding the city, so actually, so 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 once again, she said this, but I'm just using scripture. To, I'm just using scripture to highlight. Actually, actually, the lack, actually, the lack of self control that you have will allow things to enter yes. and keep you bound. Yes. Yes. That's what really yes. keeps you in bondage. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk about how how you present yourself attracts a certain audience. That's yes. literally what you're saying. So, yeah. like, Ooh. what are you giving off? What message is people reading through what you're presenting, wow. through what you're wearing? Who are you saying? I, you know, if you go into a, a, a corporate office and you have a full suit on just to say hi to the lady at the front desk, it's giving you on an interview. Yeah, no. If you go into the club, or no, if you go into church dressed like you in the club, it's giving. Oh, what's it's going giving. on? Altar call me. Prayer me. It's like also like spirit attracts. So like yes. there might be yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. a demon of lust and some on some guy, and now you wonder why you always attract the same level of guys, and you're like, oh, I wonder why I can't get a good man because your dressing is off. Like, yeah, no. Like, but that's really good done. Even like when it comes to, like um, people like who go to like um who wear bathing suits and stuff. I understand like nobody's saying like being fully covered like when you go out for like have fun but what i am saying is also why are you posting on social media so there was also like a certain prophetess who posted you know her in a bathing suit and like you know she was 
her butt was out, of course, but like, you know, she was swimming and you know, it was cool. However, like, yes, in a sense, like, you can't control like what people wear in those settings, but why are you doing it? Because the Bible says do all things for the glory of God. Yeah. So even your social media should be giving glory to God. People should be able to look at your social media and like see God's glory reflected. So whenever we post something, whenever we say something, whenever we do something, we should be like, can people look at this and see Christ? But if people are saying teaching more than they're saying Christ, then there's a problem. Yeah. Because it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So why is she just still living? So, yeah. yeah, and it's also like, of course, God can be glorified in us having fun, but it's yeah. it's also a level of submission. You really have to get to the point of understanding your life is not yours. If you said you are a Christian, your life does not belong to you. So therefore, when we do things, you take extra heed, extra caution, extra consideration. Again, back to talking to the Holy Spirit. Is this pleasing to you? Yes. Is this okay? Should I change? Are you good with this? Yes. Just to check in if you're unsure. So like. Yeah, even going to the to the beach, like I'm not saying you again. You got to be wearing a knit sweater, but like, but like you said, posting it. What yeah. is the intent? Yeah. You know, like you can't avoid jiggling when you're yeah, swimming. Yeah. But does the social media need to see you jiggling yeah. in the water? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, think about it. Yeah. Yeah, and also like even with these types of conversations, once again, not just modesty, but things include like other things that. Are relative to this this is not a situation where you try to figure out how close you can get to the line without touching it yes this is this is this is a type of situation where you stay as far away from the line as possible yes yeah. and it's not to say you're gonna know everything because you you don't see everything you don't know everything but the point is is that you should consecrate yourself in a way to make sure that you are avoiding the line and also God will tell you what pleases him and what doesn't so honestly, at the root of it, a lot of people just don't want to be held responsible. A lot of people just don't. And also, like, honestly, it's, it seems to me like it's just, it could also correlate to laziness, too. Because, like, even when we go back to what Remy said, once again, like, if you love someone, then, like, you will do whatever you can and you'll take all the precautions that you can. And so then you got men and women who wear whatever they want. Taking precautions is inconvenient. It's extra. Yes. It, it's, 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 you go out of it, your way. You go out of your way, especially yes. if you buy the clothes because people be entitled. Okay. So so it's like, oh, these are my clothes. I'm getting ready to go wherever I go. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown woman. I don't feel like trying to figure out whether if something is going to tempt somebody or not, mm -hmm. whether it's just easier for me to just put something on and go out the house yeah yeah like that excuse like men can fall when a woman's wearing anything okay let him fall using his imagination versus you wow. helping him and aiding him let it be because of his problem and not because of you aiding the problem yeah. that was already there but can we talk about how like okay so there's always the same modesty is always targeted towards women and never men mm -hmm. so how do you guys in terms of the way god made us like naturally to view each other right uh -huh. how do you think um that plays into modesty being targeted more so women instead of men i think it's because like chi chi said it earlier today i just think women are um what's the word Su not suppressed is it suppressed yeah. is that the correct word i just want to make sure this is but like there's they just deal with more i mean i don't know the specific word but i guess it, like it's just there's more attention on women when yeah. it comes to things like even when we look at the um even when we look at the uh woman who was caught in adultery what happened to the no the bible the doesn't man. talk about anything with a man you know it takes two to tango mm -hmm. you feel me so at the end of the day i just think that we have been raised in a culture where people just always go at the women when it comes to what they wear mm -hmm. 
Like yeah. even even you see, and it's not even just with what they wear, but men can get away with a lot of things. Like it's like you know, uh, the woman cooks, she cleans, but the man doesn't have to wash the dishes, or the man doesn't have to do these things. He just does. He just um he just pays the bills and then just goes. I mean, you know, that's just old school stuff. But what I'm saying is, there's just a lot of things that are in our culture that excuse men from taking responsibility in doing things. So that, you, go ahead, go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. No, but even apart from that, they're like psychologically, like men are more visually like attracted to women. Like, so men yeah, fall in true. love with what they see, mm-hmm. and yeah. women, for us, for the most part, we do like. I mean, of course, we want attractive men, but for the most part, we fall in love most like with the mind, like the mind of the man. So, like, I was talking to one of one of my close friends who was a guy yesterday, and I was saying that there was a guy who, when I first saw him, I literally was like, "This man is ugly." Uh-huh. Like, like, I mean, she was like, yeah, he's ugly, it's just not my type, you know. But, I mean, he was cool, because, like, he can have ugly friends, like, that's fine. Um, However, like, we just became close. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I was just like, it was like, okay, cool, this is good. So, so basically, uh, <laughs> so wow. basically, we grew close and stuff, and after a while, we just started having, like, deep conversations, like, his mind was, like, very solid, like, he was smart. And all of a sudden, I found myself, like, liking him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Chichi, what is going on? And I was just like, oh, snapback. And after a while, like, his ugliness wasn't really, like, that ugly to me anymore. Uh-huh. And I was saying, like, in that moment, like, I was just like, oh, this man's really attractive. But, like, my guy friend was saying, he was like, you know, if I think a guy, a girl is ugly, she's ugly. Like I said, like, wow. there's no going back from there. So I feel like with men, it's just so much easier to, like, fall in love with, like, what you see versus, like, for a woman, like, we fall in love with something different. Yeah, That's but true. either way, I mean, God still holds both genders accountable, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So even though, like, the thing is, once again, like, we're not we're not of the world. So just because the world doesn't call men out doesn't mean God ain't going to call them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, he calls them out just as much. And honestly, I, I mean, I've never, it's never really happened to me like that before. And I've never really corrected any of my female or male friends based on what they want. But, like, I know there's plenty of dudes, like, they be tripping. Like, I've seen pastors with their shirt off. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're tweaking. Yeah. And I mean, let's just keep it, let's just call a spade a spade. Listen, like, if God blesses you down there in, in, and you're wearing tight gray sweats, mm-hmm. chill, bro. Yeah. Wear, wear a long, wear a long t-shirt like yeah. I'm wearing. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's just be honest. Like, you, you know, you know what tempts women. You know what, you know what you're doing. Just like what we were saying earlier with the, um, with, uh, with putting stuff on. But also, like. I want to. I want to be transparent because I'm very just just transparent. But I've had. Hold on to something. Like I mean, Jesse will shoot like clear, explicit to the point. There was a time in my life where, and this is after I got saved, right? There was a time in my life where I was giving someone, like, I, okay, so there's modest, wait, wait, hold on, wait, 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 listen, listen, why are y'all looking at testimony? Y'all really nervous. No, listen. So, okay, 
there's there's a level of modesty that you should have in conversing with the opposite sex. Uh-huh. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. good. That's so, good. So so it, see see good. now now you're now nodding. I'm on board. See so let me. <laughs> okay, so what I was saying was there was a time where I you know my friends corrected me and I thank God for them because I was giving somebody like a level of attention yes. but I knew what I was doing uh-huh. and, and, and and I and I wasn't like I wasn't specifically saying like oh like. I want to. I want to get with you. Like I wasn't saying that at all. But there was a level of flirtatious behavior mm-hmm. where it was like, "This is not modest." Yeah, this is good. That's this so is not good. modest. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I wasn't wearing nothing to tempt them. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't wearing nothing to tempt them. I wasn't saying anything like to them directly. But there was a level of a. There was a lack of modesty because even then, I knew that this person had an attraction to me. I had an attraction mm-hmm. to this person. Yeah. And so I look at it like this. There's no point in flirting like heavily if you don't tend if you don't intend on even marrying that person. Yeah. Like if you haven't heard from God, like this whole romantic life where like people just be like, yo, like she's just a vibe. He's just a vibe. Vibe for what? For what like for you know, you know for a fa- you know for a fact you know for a fact this is ending nowhere. Also, once again, right, you have to take into consideration that um that same scripture that I was talking about earlier, like whoever causes these little ones to fall, mm-hmm. that that correlates too because somebody may not be as developed in their heart or in their soul as you. Mm-hmm. So now if you're playing with their emotions, right, you are now leading them into a path where their heart could get damaged. Right. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is just for men, but like women, like let's just be honest, there are things that y'all are more sensitive towards than we as men aren't. Like, even when you, even when men hug women a certain way, like I've told my boys, like, yo, you cannot hug this person like that. You can't, you can't look at them a certain way. You can't text them past yeah. a certain time. You can't say certain things towards them. Like you, you just, you just can't because, and, 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 and you know, they, sometimes they've been rebellious and it's like, bro, like you, you're, 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 I'm telling, I'm trying to tell you this is, this is why, this is why they be all over you. Like, because you, you haven't, you haven't. You haven't caught on to it yet. There's a level of modesty when you should interact with people. You know what I mean? When, when, you inter- when you interact, when you interact with certain, when you, when you interact with especially specific certain people yeah. that you know of the opposite sex are attracted to you, especially okay. and even if they're not attracted to you, there's a level of modesty that's required when you know that you're attracted to them. That's don't be dang. stupid. That's like you know, so like do don't do, be stupid. That's the word of the Lord. Like literally, Catch it in the literally, Holy Ghost. like do not like <laughs> it's, it's it's really not even that deep, but it's like do not be stupid like don't be don't be calling like oh hey i'm just calling to check in no you know you know oh you know i'm i'm just calling to check in and, you know it's just it's just a thought though that's something that i was that i wanted yeah, to be transparent that was something oh you know God. that i really had the holy spirit really had to convict me about because it was like listen like you may wear de- you may wear decent clothing you know what i mean you may not you know be sitting here having sex like you were before you were saved but at the same time like in the way you speak like you gotta chill with that bro you can't you can't do it like that there's a level of modesty that you even have in your communication yeah because bible says be an example to the believers in conduct and conversation come on come on y'all bitch it as a night we just gonna go ahead and pass the offering ball on cash out information can i say something so this is really hitting me because in my unsaved life i wasn't like I mean, I wasn't, like, a hoe per se, but I really enjoyed, like, enticing men. Like, I uh-huh. really liked leading men on. I liked mm-hmm. making men want me and stuff like yeah. that. And I never, because once I got saved, I never, I just just stopped talking to men altogether. Mm-hmm. One day, I was having a conversation with somebody, 
And that started to happen. I said, wait, I did not know. I thought this was like, you know, certain things when you don't address it after some time, like you think it's done, you're like it's over. Yeah. But then like I found myself like, I was like, wait a minute, but I don't like this person. I'm not attracted to this person. So why do I feel like in my speech and in my conversation, mm. again, I'm trying to like, I'm like, I'm asking him questions from if y'all were to see me have this conversation with the person, y'all wouldn't think anything wrong of it. Yeah. But something inside of me is yes. like, don't do that. Like, yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. And like, what you, what you said just really hit that because it's crazy how that discernment really only comes from you being truthful with the yourself, in yourself yeah. you know because i remember that day i told you that so there's guys at my job right and i don't know what it is where i just like would always naturally find myself like being more pulled in like conversation and friendly with the guys at my job mm-hmm. my birthday had rolled around and like people used to call me like um people used to say like oh i had all like the work booze or the work bays and stuff mm-hmm. if y'all were to see me engage with them it would look harmless i literally asked chi chi one day i was like chi chi there's this guy at my job. I asked him to buy me a smoothie. Is that bad? And Chi-Chi was like, no, that's not bad. Like, this and that. I'm like, gosh, she don't understand. Like, mm. I felt like it was bad. <laughs> yeah. I knew what I yeah. was doing. Because you know. Like, yeah. I would be like, oh, yeah, like, come on. Like, you know you want to buy me a drink? Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I found myself doing that sometimes every now and then. I'm like, mm. why do I keep? And I know I didn't know it was a lack of modesty in my yeah. speech. I thought it was just, like, being friendly. But I'm like, why do I feel bad, though? Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, praise God. Moral of the story, stop asking people for things you know they answer to. Not even that. I think it was a sense of like, I think, personally for me, I think it may speak to something that has been undealt with or just yeah. that lack of modesty mm-hmm. because it's always yeah. like, it'll be like certain guys or just certain yeah. like people that yeah. I like to play with. Like, oh my God, like, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I don't like them. I'm not attracted to them. Is this rooted in like the lack of modesty I had with guys in my past life? So yeah. it's actually so crazy though, like now that you guys say that, like because the idea of being flirtatious is so normalized in society. It you really know, is. Like, yeah. you it's know? like literally like because people like ask like, oh yeah, dude. like sometimes because I work honest because you know I work in kind of sales, so like when a guy likes me, I'm getting a sell out of him, <laughs> like yeah. and it's not like I'm not like, throwing myself at him, but it's like. Okay, you want my number? Like, but you ain't buying that. Like, you know, I just like <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, like you talk and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. so, but it's like I don't know because it just makes it like okay, like being flirtatious, like you get what you want, but it's not godly. We all, we all need to repent. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna lay at the altar. It's, it's... Okay, it's so good that you talked about um, just modesty and with the opposite sex because literally this is the main reason why we have a bunch of women out here who get heartbroken when a man pops up court in a woman and they thought that she was, they thought that he was her husband. Or, you know, people be like, I think this person is my spouse because of the way that the man entertains her or the way that the man communes with her. Right. Y'all know, y'all hear about that in the body of Christ? Like, all these women got their heart broken literally because of immodest conversations yeah. and immodest connections. I guess but guys too, though. Guys too. I'm not talking about guys. No, this time I'm focused on the men because women, like, yeah, we got the dressing part, we got that, but the men, when it comes to relational intelligence, and like, don't be talking. Some of y'all be too friendly. Too friendly. You know what I'm saying? Because if I didn't put the ball in your court and then you make me look like a crazy person and you pass the bag. 
Don't pass it back to me because I thought you was trying to take a shot. Okay, so, exactly. Yeah. Not a exactly. dreams, seeing visions. Because like, of your conversation. And then, like, when you right. said, oh, what, what are we? What do you mean? What, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, my, what do you mean? What are no, we? We're vibing. We're, no, but and I'm, I'm trying to see what Going back to what I said, like, when the Bible literally says, treat older women, like, <laughs> yes, as, like, mothers and treat young women as your sisters, like, that's real. Like, if we really actually take that standard into every single relationship, things would change. Because I do have an older brother who I love deeply. Like, I really love that man. And, but there's certain conversations I would never have with him. You know what I'm That's saying? Yeah. Like, I would yeah. never send him certain pictures. Like, like it's just like certain things yeah. I just wouldn't do. So, yeah. when we actually, like, take that that into every single, like, friendships or whatever we go into, things would just really change. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's like, there's certain things that I know I could talk to with brothers. That mm-hmm. I wouldn't with sisters. Okay. And yes. it's not because it there's be less trust, but it's like there's certain things you just shouldn't be yeah. sharing with the opposite sex that's not your spouse. Yeah. 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 You can ruin totally. someone's mindset of how they view you just yeah. by oversharing. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is true. Everyone gets up. Which is also why like when women or or men say like I only have like male friends, like, no, like if you're a woman, get some female friends. Yeah, you yeah. need it. Because <laughs> There's obviously a reason why you only have male friends. And if you're a man, get some male friends. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's like like I said, I mean, we I think we spoke about this a little bit, like, on the previous podcast, but there's obviously a deeper issue mm-hmm. that is there if a woman can only make male friends or if a man can only make women friends, but there's, like, a deeper, deep, deep, deep issue mm-hmm. that probably um, correlates with something that just happened in the past. The trauma. Yeah, like, something like that. So, be delivered. This was good. Be though. delivered Get to the root of it. Yeah, this was good. I mean, honestly, in all of that, like, I want us just remember, like, we are literally branded with the name of Christ. So, yes. yeah. whatever, like, we step into, like, in our dressing, the way we talk, and the way we act, we have to remember that we represent someone that's, like bigger than ourselves. Yes. Um, so in conversations, now we can love before it's time, and just remember, wow. like, you're, you know, you're Christ representative to this woman or to this man. So. Just keeping that in mind, that would really help guide us. Cause think about like if you were called like represent like Obama for a day. Cause mm-hmm. half of y'all don't like Trump or Biden, so you know, that's just Obama. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I'm just saying, <laughs> truthfully, um, everything about you will change at least for that moment while you're representing him. Like you're not just gonna walk in there with like um a tank top. You're probably walking with like a suit. So just remember, like you're representing Jesus. When people look at you, they should see yeah. Christ. Um, or like when you, people talk to you, they should see Christ. Like we heard this weekend, like there's a scent in your conversation. So mm-hmm. what fragrance wow. your conversation producing? Mm-hmm. Um, so can I ask a question? Yeah, what's up? So then, in light of this whole modesty conversation, how do you remain modest in your conversation if you do have an interest in a person, though? Like, I mean, I guess our speech shouldn't be like to lure or to entice. Yeah. But then, how do you navigate those conversations if you do feel like you are interested? In a person with the Holy Ghost, I feel like yeah, there's a way to show interest. There's a way to even like, I guess you can use the word flirt that, but without like exposing parts of yourself that yeah. you that these people or that person should not see yet. Mm. Um, just in the same way, like how people fall into fornication, like obviously that's not supposed to happen before marriage. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, like that doesn't just appear out of nowhere. There was conversation, and at some point, conviction should have kicked in to say. 
if I say this, this conversation gonna go this way, yeah, yeah. and I shouldn't okay. open that door. Mm-hmm. So I think like, I think it's how we were talking about earlier about like the pattern of the world versus mm-hmm. the pattern or, pattern mm-hmm. of Christ. Like, yeah. just understanding that like we're set apart people. Like we should not look to the world for an example at all. This so is good. yeah, I also would agree with Darren. I would also um, add on to that. Like when he said the Holy Ghost, that's the best answer because one thing I love about the Holy Spirit is that he will teach you the parameters that are not seen with your physical eyes because you are walking in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So like with, with, so like, for example, even when we were having conversations about like when Darren, when he was saying like, Oh, well, you know, I can't wear this, um, because I'll jump and I'll, I'm so busy trying to crease. I'm, I'm so busy trying not to crease my J's that I can't wear this because I'll get distracted. There's technically no verse about that in the Bible. Right. The Bible doesn't right. say you can't wear Jordans. It, can't, it doesn't say you can't wear jeans. I don't know what he was wearing. But the point is, is like the Bible doesn't say you can't wear nice sneakers to church. But it took the Holy Ghost yeah. to convict him on wearing those nice sneakers because he knew that if he did, he would be so focused on not messing them up when he was worshiping and looking fresh right. for the spectators that would yeah. be around him in the service. So... In that instance, the Holy Spirit will guide you and he will show you the parameters that can't be defined by a specific scripture. But the parameters are there. Yeah. Like, that's I think good. that's something I that's think that's so something good. we need to acknowledge. The parameters are there. Like, and, I, you know, just because it's not specific in scripture doesn't mean that there's no parameter yeah. in the situation. There's parameters and the Holy Spirit will teach you as long as you're sensitive and you're willing to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Willing to listen. Inquiring of the Lord. Hiya. All right. He's shy. Well, guys, we're at 52 minutes. So is there any final thoughts that you guys wanted to say? I have one final thought. Go ahead. Um, for those of you who you're still just like, okay, I just don't get it. I do want to say that modesty is a revelation. It's not something that can be taught. Um, it's something that it takes time that as you grow in Christ, Holy Spirit will start to reveal it to you. So, you know, as seekers of the uh, deeper things of God, yes, be teachable. Hiya. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a word. So again, what do you do with this? What am I doing? Like, okay, you maybe felt corrected, rebuked, reproached, whatever. Here's your steps. Go pray. Mm-hmm. Receive what, what pierced you. Write it down if you need to in your prayer journal. Ask God, what do I do with this? How do I apply this? Is there anything that you want me to change? I felt convicted in this area. So what does transformation look like? Mm-hmm. And pray in the Holy Ghost. And, and just be mindful. And he'll show you. Amen. Amen. I, yeah, he shot. Wow. Also, look, look for those topics in the Bible, too. Yes. And read, like, find something in the scripture that, that has the topic that you're struggling with. So that way, when you are praying or when you are, like, studying the word, like, you have something to have a reference in. Yes. So. This is That's good. good. Anyone else? No? All right. Well, I appreciate y'all for listening in. This is your boy, Jesse Prada. I will see you on the next episode. What is going on, beautiful people? I appreciate the listening and the support to the Christ Convo podcast. If you received any form of insight on this last episode, leave a review on Spotify, on Apple Music, whichever source you listen to this podcast. I will be back for a new episode. Stay tuned. Be blessed.